Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I am your host, John Shookman, and I am honored to have you with me for today's episode. We have a very special guest for today's interview. I have Elaine Appleton Grant. She is a lifelong journalist, and she is passionate about storytelling with a purpose. She runs Podcast Allies, which is a podcast development, production, and training company. Elaine spent many years working for three different NPR affiliate stations as a reporter, producer, and show host before moving into the podcast industry. She has written and produced several podcasts, including 550 episodes of Wondery's Business Wars Daily, which has been viewed 10 million times by the time she stepped away to concentrate on podcast allies. In addition to helping individuals and organizations launch, produce, and grow podcasts, she is also a public speaker. Her TEDx talk on the Tulsa Race Massacre has been viewed more than 110,000 times. I am so thankful to have her with me today. And, you know, when I think about Elaine, you know, as I think about these interviews and I think about one word to describe her, I didn't even tell her I was going to do this. It's, well, two words, genuine and kind. When I first met her at one of the TLF retreats, she was one of the sweetest people I met there, I think at the retreat in April. So, Elaine, thanks for being here. You're an amazing person. I'm honored to have you on the show today. John, you just totally surprised me. Thank you. That's one of the nicest things anybody's ever said about me. And I felt the same way about you. And it was the Teal Effort Tree in April in Pittsburgh. And I just felt like you were just so easy to talk to and warm and friendly and honest. And I was just great. Thank well, you. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate your time. And, you know, I gave a brief introduction, but, you know, for my audience, for realtors out there, I love bringing on people that aren't realtors because they just get a different experience hearing from other people in other industries and the, the success, the failure, what they've done. And so can you just tell us a little bit more about your journey through your career and what you've done and what you've enjoyed, those kinds of things? Sure. I was thinking about that question this morning because, you know, it's been a long career and in some ways it's easy to sum up. I've been a journalist since I was like 16 in high school and started writing for the high school paper and was a sound studio in my house growing up and a photo studio. My father had a little advertising agency. And so I was sort of immersed in the world of words and stories from the time I was a little kid. And we did a lot of theater. That was my passion. I did a lot of theater growing up and then had all the practical advice, like, oh my gosh, you can't do that. It's crazy. So I became a writer, which is not all lot more stable, really, but it never left me. And so that combination of writing and performing is, you know, really, and storytelling and reading, I'm a huge reader, it has always been sort of the foundation of who I am as a creative person. But it's so funny, I remembered something that I'd forgotten about, which was I grew up outside of Boston, but I went to University of Texas at Austin to study journalism in a grad school program. I got partway through it. I wasn't enamored with the program. And as a, I think it started, I took a semester off. I got a job as working for an apartment complex, leasing apartments. So it was like a little tiny foray when I was, you know, 21 years old or something, into real estate. And I absolutely loved it. 
And uh, I stayed for several months. It was so much fun. And I even decided at that point, I think I'm going to go study for my real estate license and become a realtor. And I'd forgotten about it. And I took this test. There was some big home builder down there at the time. Austin was just starting to grow. And, you know, everybody knows it's huge now. And there was this room full of people taking this test to become a realtor with the home builder. And I passed it, even though I could not answer a single question about football. I kid you not, there were questions <laughs> about football. And then for a variety of reasons, I didn't, I didn't follow through. But that experience reminded me that there actually is a connection between what I do now and real estate, which is that real estate is fundamentally about telling stories and hearing other people's stories. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just a wildly curious person, which I used to think was a real flaw, like, oh my gosh, you can't settle down to anything. But I just love learning about all these different things, which is part of what my career as a journalist has let me do. You know, that whole thing, I imagine, I'd love to know about you, John, that when you talk to a client, you're saying, well, tell me what you're looking for. Tell me what you have loved in the past. Tell me a story about you know, this house or that house. Mm -hmm. Tell me a story about something that was a disaster. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's where the connection is, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had about a 20-year career working in magazines as an editor and a writer, and then another, you know, 15, 16-year career in public radio, where really I was taking my journalism skills and learning how to use multimedia, right? I mean, it's sound in lots of different forms. It expanded my world. I loved it. And then I left public radio in 2015. I cannot believe it's been that long and started podcasting and working with other people to help them produce podcasts and to teach podcasting. And it's just a career that keeps evolving and changing and there's always something to learn. So, you know, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. It's so, yeah, when you say that, you saw my face like kind of light up because it's so true. On the podcast I talk about, it's all about relationships and building relationships. And again, part of that is storytelling. So after I do this interview today, I'm meeting a client and I'm going to go see their custom home that they're building. And they painted a red door, right? They grew up with a red door. Now, back in the day, that was a sign that your house was paid off. But it's just cool to connect with people and share those stories and just each individual. I think podcasting, journalism, real estate, all of it is about relationships, treating people well. You know, I'm sure in journalism, right? Like if you wanted to have a great interview with someone like, you know, you weren't going to email them and be a jerk, right? It's you treat people the right way. You treat people in such a kind way. And I see, you know, you do a great job of that. And so I know that's why you have success. And it's so cool to just kind of see, again, even journalism, real estate, podcasting, all of it kind of works together. All of it, the same principles apply. It's, it's about relationships. It's about storytelling. It really is. It really is. And another thing that I remembered, something that we just started doing with one of my clients in the last season, a very common question during a sound check in a public radio interview is to say, what did you have for breakfast? 
Well, uh, people are used to that. And, you know, every now and then you get a funny answer, but it doesn't really lead to a story. So in the show that I ran for Colorado Public Radio for three years, the host had for years, he'd been there for a long time, used the question, tell me about your first car, because everybody's got a story about their first car. So I used to try to get the host of Degrees, which is a podcast I produce or podcast allies produces for the Environmental Defense Fund to start with that question. And she just didn't want to do it. I don't know why, but she would just forget and launch into all the housekeeping. And we need that rapport going into an interview. You need something like that, especially if you don't know the person. We tried, one day we just tried, tell me about your first house. Well, (laughs) the floodgates opened. People have unbelievable stories about their first house, either that they lived in or that they bought. And it's just such a great relationship building technique and people relax and it models for them. I want you to tell stories in this interview. And then the interview is better and you get more of a conversational flow. So I'd forgotten about that till you prompted me with your questions this morning. That's awesome. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. So Elaine, this the podcast is geared towards realtors. There's over a thousand realtors just in my county, over 1.3 million in the United States, according to the most recent data from the National Association of Realtors. What would you say to a realtor out there who feels like they're not unique or creative enough to have success in the real estate business, or maybe even as they think about, hey, expanding into a podcast like I did, what would you say to someone like that? I think that's a fabulous question. And of course, it applies to really any solopreneur because we all compete. Realtors Mm -hmm. have it tough, especially right now, because, (laughs) you know, every time the market goes up, more people go, I think I'm going to go into real estate, right? But not everybody's good at it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I am absolutely not an expert on real estate. So I'm going to turn that question around on you in a minute. But I think a few things why it's worth it and how you can do it well are two different questions, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's only worth it if you do it well and you're persistent. Why it's worth it is because there was data out there about three years ago that said why people return to their favorite podcast over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it's because you fall in love with the host. And tell me if I'm wrong. Why do you choose a realtor? Is it because of the relationship, because you like that person, you trust them, you you believe that they have expertise in what you're looking for, that they understand you, they get you, Mm -hmm. and they're not just checking boxes? No, for for sure. And I think um, I've actually, in my, even my short career, a couple of years, I've had multiple people that have bought or sold a house a few, like, Two, I've had one that's done it three times and I've had a couple that have done it twice. And so what that shows me is that I created an experience or relationship where they wanted to repeat it again and again. Right. So I have when I, you know, I have a meeting today with someone and they're buying a property with me and they sold with me six months ago here in Lancaster. And so it's just very interesting because if you can create, this is everything. This is falling in love with the podcast host. This is if you can create a relationship where people want to recreate that, the next time they go to buy and sell, they want to work with you. And I actually shared this on the podcast on a recent episode, but the average person sells a home every seven years is what the statistics say. 
80% of those people do not use the realtor that they use the first time, the second time. And so what I've tried to teach myself and our team is it's all about the follow-up. When if like, for instance, if you're my client, I, you'll many of my clients will get to the settlement table and be like, oh, like, I'm so sad. I won't see you. We don't get to send funny gifts. We don't get to send memes to each other and have a good time. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you don't get rid of me that easily, unfortunately. Like, and I sort of joke like, nope, you're going to see me. And that's what it's all about, right? I recently, and I just shared this on a on an episode, I, um, you know, a couple months ago, was Christmas. And I do um, Christmas gifts for my clients when they buy a house. And so I had a client reach out and say, John, thank you so much. We were telling a group of our friends about the beautiful um, Christmas ornament you gave us and the Christmas cookies and all the things you do. Now, I don't do it, right? I don't do it for the kudos. And that's what I just said on the episode. But I want to create relationships with people where they want to create it. You're not a dollar sign to me. I actually, the relationship matters. And I think in anything we do, if the relationship matters, if we care about people, we'll have success. Like I don't stress about, oh no, I'm on a commission income. How am I going to make money? Because I know that there's 20 or 30, whatever it is, past clients that love to scream my name from the rooftop. And so if I reach out and say, Hey, uh, you know, I've, I'm, I've got a slow couple months. Do you know anyone looking to buy and sell? They would love to recommend me to people. And so it's all about like just creating relationships where people want to experience that again and again, and then tell their friends and family and everyone they know. Exactly. And, and so a podcast, you know, what happens is I've been listening to this podcast for years called The Good Life Project. His host is um, Jonathan Fields. And it's just a great, he's a great interviewer. I feel like he's my best friend. He doesn't have the foggiest notion who I am. And, but I'm like, oh, there's Jonathan, you know? And so for a realtor, your voice, your warmth, your friendliness, whatever your personality may be, people get to know you. And if they like the podcast, they feel like they already know you. And they're much more likely, I think, to call you when they're looking to sell a house or buy a house than they are some name on a sign, right? Your name, I'm sure, is on signs, but that's not enough because everybody's name's on a sign. Right. But you get to be in people's ears for you know, what, 30 minutes a week or something like that. Mm -hmm. And as long as someone likes your style, yeah, they're going to listen again and again. So it was something like 76 or 86%. I don't have the data in front of me that said, that's why people go back again and again to the same podcast. Hmm. It's the relationship with the host. Isn't that fascinating? That the is so fascinating. Yeah. The other fascinating thing is that podcast listeners, they do stuff right? They buy t-shirts and coffee mugs. They donate to buy me a coffee. They become yep. Patreon fans. They go to live events, live, you know, interviews. They advocate for causes. They do things. So podcast listeners are like such an ideal group of people to attract. Now with a, with a solopreneur realtor in a particular area, it's not like you're going to get millions of downloads. Mm -hmm. That's not the point. Mm -hmm. The point is the engagement. Right. And, and also it's not like people are just going to find you automatically. Yeah. You're probably, I'm guessing you can tell me 
you're probably showing the podcast to people or saying, oh, you know, have so-and-so listen to this particular episode of my podcast before they even call you. Am I right? Well, it's it's interesting to me because I actually, the podcast is not for clients. It's for realtors, but it gives me proof of concept. So for instance, um, I, I, I love this story. I was helping someone... Um, a mom was super involved in a transaction because her daughter and son-in-law were super busy. So she interviewed the realtors. And when she talked to me, she said, Hey, I just want to make sure you are not working part-time because some of these realtors do this on the side. And I say, Hey, actually I have a podcast. It's not for clients. It's for realtors to like guide them, but listen to this episode. And the episode is called, it was, it was talking about why realtors fail. I did a six part series when I started the show and it was called working part-time. And so she listened to it and then hired me because I didn't say, oh, hey, I work full-time as a realtor, which I did. And she knew that. But then I'm like, yes, I work full-time, but go listen to this episode where I'm telling realtors they cannot work part-time if they want to you know, have success and make it in the business. And it... So it's sort of it's sort of like when you write a book, right? It's sort of like, oh, you're an author. Like it doesn't people don't really know or care if the book sold 100 copies or a million. It's just like it gives you proof of concept and couth because you are an author. And so being a podcaster, it does. It really helps with me with my clients. And I think people see, right, my clients, they want to work with someone that loves people and cares about people. Well, when you see that I have a free podcast for realtors, and I'm not saying this for like for praise, but when you see that I'm doing this for realtors, you can see, wow, this this guy actually genuinely cares about people. I want to work with someone like that. It it has transformed my business so much, even in a non-tangible way. I can see like I'll have clients that will be like, oh, that's a good podcast episode. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were listening to my podcast. I think there might be an episode or two about you. And like they'll be like, wait, what? So, yeah, that's it's great. But I love that. Every time now, every time now that I get to the settlement table, I'll joke. And there's a lender I work with a lot. And I'll say to him, I'll say, um, is there a podcast episode about them? <laughs> and the client will kind of look at me like, what do we do? And normally it would be like, oh, a disaster with a house or another realtor, not them, or I wouldn't be telling them. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but so the mom who interviewed you and then you had her listen to this episode, which it didn't just prove you have a podcast or, you know, like an author, oh, here's my book. It spoke directly to her question that she had, her very serious question. And so here you were already talking about it. It wasn't like you were just answering a question in an interview and, and how do you trust a stranger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I work full time. Well, how do I know that? Well, here yeah. you are telling other realtors you got to work full time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure that it resonated and resonance is a big deal. It's like, am I hearing something that speaks to me? And I know, I mean, it is very cool that you do this podcast for other realtors and not for clients, but you can still use it that way, which is fantastic. But so, so people talk about, well, podcasts are an authority building tool. They're an intimacy building tool as well. And we all want, you know, science shows that the most important thing for survival is a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. So intimacy and belonging are, you know, obviously very, very, you know, they're intimately connected, if I can make a pun. And so you're creating that sense of belonging, which sets you apart from how many other realtors did you say are just in your county? 
I always say a thousand, but I actually think the statistics say thirteen hundred. But I just use a round number. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. And so, how many other people have created a sense of intimacy with strangers? Yeah, probably nobody. And the cool part is, you know, this lender I was talking to you about yesterday, he reached out and and he said, hey, would you be willing to connect with a realtor? She's thinking about getting licensed, thinking about this. Now, I'm not recruiting people to join our team, right? I'm not. But this was crazy. And it's kind of like you never know the impact you have. So he texted her and said, hey, yeah, you can connect with this guy. Um, He actually has a great podcast. You should check him out. And then she goes, wait a second. I think I know who you're talking about. And he sent the screenshot of my podcast and she goes, yeah, I've been listening for a few months. I found it and I listened to it at the gym. That to me is like this. And again, realtors out there, you have no idea the impact you can have on people by just using your voice. And people on the show have heard this, but Elaine, I'll share this story with you. A a realtor, I was doing, long story short, I was doing these 15 minute calls for realtors where I would give them a free 15 minute social media audit tell them what was working, what was not, boom, boom, boom. Someone booked one of those calls. Now, normally someone will Facebook message me or email me first. Never heard from this guy. He emailed me. uh, I'm sorry. He scheduled it through Calendly because I had shared the link in the podcast. I got on and I said, hey, how the heck did you find me? And he said, "Um, I'm a new realtor. I just got licensed a couple months ago. Um, I found your show. Uh, I was searching for how to survive in the real estate business. I found your show on Spotify. I've listened to every single episode and I saw this and wanted to connect with you. And, and his name's Josh. I actually interviewed him on the podcast in January. So it went out, you know, a couple of weeks ago in January, I interviewed him. And because I said, your energy is amazing. I want to talk to you. He's me from two years ago where I made no money, where I hadn't done a transaction. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why I have to do this to reach people, to help people, because I want Josh, I want this other person who texted me yesterday, I want them to know you can make it in this business. You can. It's hard. It's hard work. And you know, you've, you know, you guys are looking for houses out there. It's it's hard and difficult, but you can do it. And it's all about building relationships with people and caring about people. And you're having fun. Too. Oh my I mean, gosh. That's, you're having yeah. so much fun. So. I mean, it's like it just totally communicates itself. Like I, I wish that you could, you know, find me a house in Colorado where I live. But um, I, I, you know, it's so fascinating. But what where I wanted to go with your story about the mom was not just that it resonated with, with her, but so she hired you to find a house for her daughter or son. Yeah, her daughter and son-in-law. Yep. Okay. They they, basically said, Hey, you, you know, she was involved and they were just, they work 60, 70 hours a week. So she interviewed the realtors and she was along in the process, you know, would ask me questions sometimes for them. So they bought a house. Correct. Yeah. They built a custom home basically. Yep. They built a custom home. So this is where I'm not sure you want to answer this question. What was that custom? What was the value of that custom home? Oh, I don't mind. I'm an open book. You, you know, I talk too much. Um, (laughs) Um, I think the house ended up being uh, $330,000, $340,000, somewhere around there. So think about it. That's like one transaction. Mm-hmm. So you get a decent commission as a buyer's agent mm-hmm. off of that one single transaction that is more than a quarter million dollar house. Mm-hmm. Because essentially of proof of concept by using a podcast episode. 
if that isn't yeah. proof of why a solopreneur who is good at what they do should do a podcast, if you're just looking at hard numbers, I don't know what is. I mean, th that's how you and I connected was that I used your story in an audio message to students taking a course of mine to say, you know, it was your story and some other people's stories about different kinds of value that you get out of doing a podcast. Now, that said, you got you have to have something to say, right? So you chose to do a podcast for other realtors to help them survive based like you're your own avatar, mm -hmm. which is so easy, right? Like you know what you went through. Yeah. Yeah. And what you go through. But let's say that's not, you know, you can't go out and teach other realtors or that's not your passion. What can you do? Because you don't want to just go out and do a general real estate yeah. podcast because it won't appeal to anybody. Mm -hmm. So like our friend in TLF, Barry yeah. Karch. Barry Karch, yep. He has a podcast for introverted realtors. That's brilliant. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It's just brilliant. And there's there's niches and and sometimes what i find in working with people on podcast strategy is that they go oh i've got to change the strategy of my business or i've got to clarify the strategy of my business so you know i read a story in john lee dumas's book mm -hmm. about the woman who was failing and then shows that she was a real she was a realtor and she was failing she was going to get out of it and then she realized she could have a niche serving people doing military relocations. I thought yep. that was brilliant. So you yep. could have a podcast just for those people. Or like in my case, my husband and I, you know, sometime in the next few years are going to try to find our ideal like forever home, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody I know who like starting in their say mid 50s on up is in that same boat. They're going, you know, this house has been fine for whatever, but now I'm in a different place. And I really want, you know, I want a great intentional community, or I want co-housing, or I want eco-friendly, or I want, you know, other people my age or whatever. Well, maybe there's a niche serving just people like me who for for me it's like an existential question it's not just finding three and three bedrooms and two baths yeah so what is that what is that niche in your location that you can talk about and really become curious about or maybe you're already curious about it mm -hmm. you don't have to be an expert to start that's the thing about podcasts you just yep. have to be curious yes and and I love the, the curiosity, being curious. There's so many, there's friends. I can think of, you know, a handful or a dozen friends just in Lancaster that I'm like, you're a great realtor, have a podcast. And they're like, no, I have nothing to talk about. And I even think I'll shout her out, Kara, start a podcast. There's a friend I know, her name's Kara. She's a great realtor in my company and she's a mom, right? I'm not a mom, so I can't talk about being a mom. <laughs> you can talk about being a mom as a realtor. And there's so many, start the podcast. So there's so many different, <laughs> so there's so many different things you can talk about. I think it's all about like having a voice, wanting to share it. And I think one of the cool things is like, there, there's ideas out there. There's ideas out there galore or people like yourself that can help people build and start a podcast if they're struggling with that. 
Exactly. I mean, the first, uh, so as you know, um, I have this course called Podcast Liftoff, mm-hmm. and it's it's really three phases. It's five modules, but it's three phases. So the first phase is called Kickstart Your Podcast Plan with Purpose. And it's all about this piece of it. It's the strategy. It says, well, who's your target listener? Well, maybe for Kara, her target listener is a young mom looking for the right house for, you know, and there's all these requirements, there's schools, there's other kids, there's safety, there's big yard, whatever it is in that area. And she can speak to that because that's her, that's her, her life experience, right? She's gonna, it's gonna be easy. And um, so, so it's like, who's your target listener? And why is this podcast, a podcast only you can make? That's a really hard question. But when you answer it, oh my gosh, it's gold. And what are your two whys? Mm, And that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So one is how are you serving this listener? And the other is what is it you want this podcast to do for you? And there's so many different things. So that first module of planning with purpose requires a ton of deep thinking. And I've taken people through it who've, you know, are older than I am and their careers, you know, are, have spanned, like they're really good at what they do and they've got very established businesses and they go, oh, wow, you know, this like changed how I think about my business, not just about the podcast that I'm, I've either started and now I'm going to change it or I'm, been thinking about starting and I'm going to change my strategy. So that's the first piece. And then, you know, there's a middle piece of how do you execute on this? And then there's a last piece on how do you grow it? How do you promote it? Elaine, that's awesome. Thank you so much for all the information. And just, I, Thank you for your friendship. It's an honor to have you on the show. All the things you said about the relationship, using your voice are amazing. I'm excited for people to hear and get involved in Podcast Liftoff, which you launched last month. And, you know, this was such a great conversation. So we'll we'll cut here and come back, you know, in a couple of weeks. I have some more questions for you that I'm excited to bring to people. And so, but thank you so much. It was an honor to have you. Really appreciate you. Thank you for your time today. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. So much fun, John. Thank you for having me. You are a natural interviewer. Oh, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Bye. Wow, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. A huge thank you to Elaine for being such an amazing interview. We had such a good time talking and had such a good time doing this interview that we got halfway through and I said, you know what? This is amazing. We've got so much good content here. Let's stop and make this two podcast episodes. So hence, you know how it kind of cut there pretty quick at the end. But thank you so much to Elaine Appleton Grant for coming on the show. Very excited to have her on and just very thankful for her willingness to be a part of the show today. You know, a couple takeaways from the show. You know, she talked about how podcast is just about storytelling and it's it's just so true. You know, and she talked about, you know, falling in love with, you know, a podcast host or falling in love with a realtor. And she shared how 76 to 80% of people fall in love with the podcast host and then continue to go back to that podcast. And that relates so well, not only to what I do in podcasting and the opportunities for you guys in podcasting, but in real estate as well, that if we just create amazing experiences, our clients are going to continue to want to work with us again and again, which I've talked about and continue to see 
in my business. You know, another big thing I really took away from the interview with her was, you know, how how podcasting and even real estate, um, you know, resonates with people and, you know, creates intimacy with people. So whether that's someone listening to the podcast and the same thing with real estate, you create intimate relationships with people that you help buy and sell houses. And she shared on the episode how everyone wants to have a sense of belonging. And so if you can feel that need, you'll create a connection with them and create more success in your business. You know, one of the cool things was as I shared my story with her, um, that you guys have kind of heard before on the show, but my story about the mom who interviewed me and many other realtors and then recommended me to work with her daughter and son-in-law and how they bought a $330,000 house. As you heard, Elaine said on the episode that if that isn't proof enough of why a solopreneur should have a podcast, I don't know what is. And it's just so true. It really, really is. The podcast, even though it's not for clients, has given me so many opportunities to connect with clients and build relationships with them and have more success in my real estate business. So, you know, another one of the takeaways, probably the final takeaway, is just that, you know, as she talked about thinking about a podcast or building a platform or whatever it is, to find people like you. You know, I often talk about this that, you know, my podcast works and I'm having success because I'm not so far removed from the journey, right? Two, three years ago in my real estate business, I was broke. And so when some of you find this show as new realtors and you haven't done a deal, like some of you have that have found the show or you're new in your career or you've hit a roadblock, I was just there, right? I was just there two and a half, three years ago, even a year, year and a half ago, you know, my life was just in a different spot and I'm having a lot more success now and very thankful for it. But even early 2021, my business was not even even close to where it is now. And of course, you know, I tripled that income, so that helped a lot to be a big piece of that. But I'm not that far removed from the struggle. And so I can speak to the struggle because just months ago, I was right in it with you guys, you know, and so I know what it's like to go through it. I thought one of the coolest things that Elaine really shared is you don't have to be an expert to start. And if you're just curious, you can create a podcast. And she also said that, you know, she said, what's a podcast that only you can make? You know, she mentioned Barry Karch, who has the, you know, real estate unsalesperson podcast where he talks about being an introvert. That's a perfect niche. You know, my niche, like real estate survival guide, where I talk about how to survive in the real estate business. I'm not speaking to investors. I'm not speaking to clients. I'm not speaking to people in Lancaster, PA, you know, about, oh, the best restaurants, that's, or whatever it is. That's not my thing. That's not what I want to do. I want to speak to people like me. You know, I struggled with surviving in the real estate business, and so I want to help people and speak to that. You know, what's a podcast only you could make? There are so many of you with so many great ideas, and all you have to do is be curious and start. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Elaine Appleton-Grant, for being such an amazing guest and being such an amazing guest that I said, hey, let's cut this in half and do the rest of this in a week. And so you will hear from Elaine again next week as well. Very excited about that. Excited for her to kind of share, um, you know, some of the struggles she had in her business and some of the things she's worked through and how she's grown through that. And also talk to you more about podcast liftoff and how she could be a big part of helping you if you thought about a podcast. And it's a great opportunity, guys, to grow your business, to grow your brand awareness and to get better at your craft. I would really encourage you to give it a try. So thank you again, Elaine Appleton Grant for being on this episode. Thank you all so much for listening and I will see you guys on our next episode. 
Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.